Hi everyone, welcome back to your Pretty For A podcast. I'm Salma. I'm Aman. And I'm Saba. And this week we're going to be discussing a commonality that we all share, which is we're all sisters <laughs> and we all have a sister. <laughs> We have things in common and this is one of them. I know, I know. Yeah. But the introduction is killing me. <laughs> I was, listen, it is what it is. Um, so yeah, so I am the oldest of four siblings. Saba, you are? I'm the youngest of three. All girls. So I am the eldest of technically two, but I only see it as one. What? So I have a half sister. Okay. From my dad. Yep. But she doesn't live here. I've never met her yet. Okay. And she's older than you? No, no. She's younger than me. Oh. She's seven or eight. Oh, okay. Did you not know this? I didn't know this. Does she know? Yes, she she knows. You. Nice to meet that you. That you exist. Nice to meet you. Yeah, yeah. She knows I exist. I spoke to her on FaceTime. Is she cute? She looks like me. Oh, but like, not like me. But she looks like me. Does she act like you from what you've seen so far? She's in Morocco. But when does, you talk to her, does she no. speak English? No. Got it. That's cute. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with eldest of two. Okay. So we've got because the only person I can refer to, yeah, is Mona. Yeah. Yeah. So oldest, youngest, oldest. Mm. I think I'm also the only one that has brothers, don't I? Yeah. Yeah. Don't yeah. We don't have brothers. That's an interesting one because we have two girls, two boys. Um, do you think that that changes things? Yes. That you guys don't have brothers? Yes. Yeah. Well, what's the difference? What do you think? With mm, that? I think I'm glad I don't have a brother. Interesting. Like, I think it would have been really nice having a brother growing up, actually. I would think I would have liked to have an older brother. But at the same time, I think culturally, it can be a bit tricky. Or I think maybe like, I, I wouldn't have felt great if like the older brother was favoured just because a man I think that would make me quite upset that does tend to happen um but yeah I, we live in a very very matriarchal household um and I quite like that um yeah nice man how do you feel the differences without having oh brother? fantastic <laughs> it was so also lived in a matriarchal household and like my parents, and I've said this before, but like my parents divorced when I was very, very young. So in our house from the age of about seven or eight, it was my grandma, my mom, me and my sister. So it was just women. Mm. And then my grandma passed away um, over 10 years ago now. But um, it's just me, my mom, and my sister. So I've only ever lived with, I've never lived with a man. Ah, okay, interesting. So with me and my two brothers, which, who I love and adore, I feel like I have different relationships with them compared to my sister. Like I love them all, but we maybe different have different conversations, mm. treat each other technically differently. Like for example, they'll be a bit more open with each other with certain type of jokes. And when I enter the room, they're a bit like, Calm oh, down. okay. Yeah. And I can tell and I'm like, okay, yeah, that's fine. But is that because you are the sister? Is that because you are the eldest? I think it's both. I think it's okay. because I'm the, the eldest and I'm also the sister. Okay. Um, whereas me and my sister, even though we're eight years apart, we somehow feel the closest. Then again, mm. like, you know, share a room. You're eight years apart. Eight years apart. But oh. it doesn't feel like that, which says a lot probably about me or her. Either she's too mature or I'm really immature. So one no, no, me no and, I think she's mature. Yeah. Me and my sister have seven years apart. Really? Me and my eldest. Yeah. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. what's you and Zina? Five. Well, it doesn't feel like that. No. I, but I think it changes as you grow. Like when I was obviously like, what, 13, mm. you're like, don't come near me. Do not breathe in my vicinity. <laughs> because I was just like their annoying little sister. Yeah. And I would, yeah, like my parents would like see me as like, you the know, baby. the baby and stuff like that. So I, I guess... You know, they had that in their head. But um, as we got older, our relationship has completely changed. I'm like, I see my sisters just as much like friends as I do as siblings, you know? I love that. Yeah, yeah. No, super, super close. That's so cool. I mean, also with that, because you're the eldest, because I've always like thought, oh, I wonder what it's like to be the eldest. Um, sorry, the youngest, because all I know is how to be the eldest, mm. which... Maybe a man, you feel the same. Yeah, 100%. I, fight or flight. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel like a co-parent. I feel like as soon yeah. as I was assigned, like, by the way, you're not going to be the only kid anymore. And mm. there's three coming after you. It was like, okay, you've got you've to help us. Like, I'm the manager. I'm the, like, helper with the job applications. I'm the person that walks through, like, syllabuses in uni. Um, all the kind of stuff that they're going to go through in secondary school, which I didn't get guided on. And I'm like watch out for this, mm. don't do that, da da da, da. Mm. Um, So my question to you both potentially is your position in the sibling world, Yeah, how do you think that's affected you in real life? Like what are things that you've carried because of your allocation? Um, I've, I'm controlling. Okay. I'm really <laughs> controlling in... Um, professional life my love life I'm just a very controlling person <laughs> yep I'm trying to work on that mm-hmm. but I think it is because I am the eldest so I just That's feel really like nice. I've just I've just always got to have like I just always need to know what's going on um and yeah I I don't know I just feel like Muna is very independent mm. super independent like she's got her own mind she does her own thing like there's there's we are we're very similar but we're also very different I don't know how she came out the way she came out and I don't know how I came out the way I came out genuinely but we are worlds apart and I don't know I just feel like sometimes I do feel like it's just me but then it's nice to have her because like she's the only one that I can talk to about everything mm. and who will fully understand it about both sides of the family, about whatever whatever it is. Like she's like my go-to when it comes to that. Non-judgmental. And I just like she is genuinely my ride or die. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, no, no. Not in a cheesy way though. Like no, but it's it's <laughs> no, 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 but I get it. Not in like a I love my oh my god, I love my sister. No, 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 no. Not in a corny way. But <laughs> I'm not going to admit that. Fine. I'm just not going to do that. But um, yeah, so I, I, I guess I've always been very protective over her. Mm. Really protective. So in my life, I'm protective over my friends, over my, you know, if any of my friends gets their heart broken, I'm, I'm there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Whatever it is that you need me to do, count yeah. me in. <laughs> You know, yeah. So instinct. I, I think, I think I'm very protective in that sense as well, and I always like to take lead. I always like to take charge of things, but that's because my mum, as a parent, mm. is very. Bye. <laughs> Do your own thing. Mm. Yeah. 
do whatever it is that you need to do. So I've definitely taken that. If I was the youngest, however, I may have been completely different. Do you both feel like the way you stand in your family, whether you're the youngest or the eldest, um, affects how you are? A hundred percent. I completely agree with Iman and the controlling thing. Mm -hmm. And also technically being the mum of the group of being Mm -hmm. like, here's where we're going. Here's what's happening. Mm -hmm. Like I'm the person that books the flights, gets the hotel. And I've noticed, A, it could be a personality thing, but it's because it's my natural behavior to do so. You're you're comfortable. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm, and another thing on this, which... Now I psychoanalyze everyone I speak to. I was actually doing it at work. It was so bad. I was literally speaking to someone and I was like, are you the oldest child? He was like, he was like, yeah, how did you know? And I was like, I can just tell the tendencies I can relate to them. Um, and one of them is, um, so yeah, when I did the love language uh, questions, my last one, which is the one I'm least, I guess my, my least love language was acts of service. And I thought about it and I was like, okay, a lot of my friends had acts of service. Like they like to do things for them. And I really was like, wait, I never think to ask anyone to do anything for Mm. me because I'm so used to doing it all by myself because Mm. it's been programmed in my mind that I'll figure it out. Even if it's impossible and I need 10 people to help me, I will try and do it myself first. And then when I'm backed in a corner, I was like, I guess now I ask for help. Whereas my other friends who are like middle children or youngest children always are like, is there anyone that can help me? And that's something right. I've had to really work on. And I still am that I just can't do everything by myself. Yeah. It's okay to ask for help. Yeah. And, but honestly, it's, it's not the first thought that comes to my mind. It's probably the last to ask Same. for help. Yeah. Right? I never ask for help. I hate it. Yeah. No, but like, I, do, I might actually disagree with you guys. That's fine. In the fact that where you stand affects how you are. Because I... I feel like I, sometimes people think that I'm older than I am mm. in my, like, family. Um, I think it just depends as well. Uh, but it's interesting about what you were saying in terms of, like, independence. Mm-hmm. I think I was given a lot more of that. Mm. And I think I'm maybe a bigger... I can make decisions quicker mm. and I can like, I have a bit more freedom and I think I, I, I can be, I can be a certain way without thinking as much as my siblings do. Um, I, I don't think I articulated that very well, but, but you don't have, you don't have a thought process behind. No, I do. Or a longer but thought, like, I'm, longer thought I process. think I'm like willing to take bigger risks. Of whether it's career-wise or stuff like that, ah, okay. I don't have to think about consequences as much. I feel protected. Oh. Okay. I feel like I'm always protected, which is not a good thing necessarily. Yeah. But it also is in the fact that I can, I have that sense of like bravery. Okay. So that Muna sounds, has that. Yeah, but I don't. I was just about to say that I am so risk averse. I yeah. everything is a consequence to me. Yeah. Like every step I make in life, be it personal or whatever, I'm like, nope, that's a bad decision. I can't do that. I can't. Mm-hmm. That's too that's too high risk for me. But my younger siblings have that comfort and that bubble that they probably can lean on more people. Mm-hmm. And I same think, as Muna. Muna just does whatever she wants. In terms, like let's say career wise, she can jump ship. 
she can do Like sometimes I don't know what she's doing mm. Because she makes a personal decision for herself For herself Which is amazing by the way I'm so happy that she has that mm. But I don't Yeah yeah, I want that. I, w- I would love because, to have that. Because I've always felt like protected in a way. That's really mm. good. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, uh, and encouraged. Yeah. Because I think my older siblings, they in a way want me to do the best that I can and like they want the best for me. So they're constantly teaching me lessons and like mm. I'm watching and learning and like not making the same mistakes. So it's like, I think in that sense, you have that independence that, and you have that, you have that quality where you're able to take risks. Um, But I will say like, it it depends as well on that relationship you have with the siblings siblings and like what they're, what they're offering to give, you know? Yeah. That's actually really interesting because I've recently had to like, have conversations with my brother who is barely three years younger than me and each sibling has had a different experience of me as the older sibling Mm. because all they know is me as the oldest like they don't know what what I was like as a child besides Mm. my brother who's um the one right after me and unfortunately when he was growing up at the same time I was growing up so I didn't know who I was I was trying Mm. to figure out myself and I you know, probably had really severe moods or wasn't bothered to communicate and whatnot. So he doesn't have the version of me that my youngest sibling has, Mm -hmm. who's 10 years younger than me, who's like, oh, she's so wise or whatever. Not that he says that, but as in like, (laughs) in case he does. Um, And I feel like I've had to have have those conversations where it's like, okay, what kind of, what can I do here? This is like a manager. What can I do here? <laughs> Again, it's crazy, isn't it? I'm like deeping it. What can I do here to like help this relationship? How can we like go forward from here? Like what are the tensions that we have? Because sometimes you forget or they forget that you're also, you know, you don't know everything. Like as much as like, okay, the elder sibling was setting out the blueprint and they're showing the other siblings the blueprint, but it doesn't mm. mean it's perfect. It means that along the way we've made our mistakes. Um, or we haven't been our best selves. So I think that's also a thing that I'm realizing. And I think by the time you probably came, Saba, your sisters were like already kind of who they are now or somewhat more established. Yeah, I mean, this is a bit wild to say, but I wasn't planned. Like my parents only wanted two kids. (laughs) (laughs) Genuinely. Like they only want... I don't want to think about that. that, But (laughs) I... Yeah, they're only. Gen- I used to call my sister <laughs> a mistake. Yeah, but she's like um, the best one of us. So. Yeah, no, no, no. So, like, my parents like originally just wanted two kids, and then it happened that they had three. Um, and I don't know what my point was. That <laughs> <laughs> you were a mistake. Yeah, I was a mistake. So we just leave it at that. <laughs> we just leave it at that. No, but it's no. So this is where I was going with it. So it's like. What my my siblings already, I think, felt like the dynamic, the unit, all of that was done. Mm. And then to have like, to have like this little bombshell kid (laughs) come in, they're like, what's going on? on Do you know what I mean? So I think it just, um, I was, I mean, we were speaking about this earlier, but I watched a video of like having, you know, when, you're, you see a family where every single sibling is completely different. Mm. And you're like, how the hell are all these kids from the same family? And it's like, you didn't have the same parents. 
Yeah. You don't have the same parents you do. Mm. What you experienced from your parents is not the same as what your sister did or as what your brother did Mm -hmm. because your parents were at different stages in their life when they were raising each kid. Um, Whether they were going through marital problems or whether they were going through financial struggle or whatever, Mm -hmm. you can have two wildly different experiences of your parents. Mm -hmm. If your parent was just pregnant and gave birth and then the mum had postpartum depression, Mm -hmm. that affects how that kid is raised. Or if Mm -hmm. like one parent is working and the other one isn't Mm. it's like completely different and you see you see families where like kids um half the kids grew up in poverty and then like the rest of the kids are growing up in extreme wealth when their parents have made it Mm. and like that disparity and like that will obviously create issues when they grow up in terms of like their relationship with money and it's Mm. it's crazy Every single one is raised differently. Yeah. And I used to see like dynamics and I would like look at different like people and I would always be really confused. It, even like within my my mom, my dad, like seeing their siblings, how wildly different they are in one family. And it's it's crazy, yeah. especially being children of immigrants. Yeah, 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 for sure. Especially that. I was going to say on that point as well, the knowledge they have mm. as well. So factor in them being immigrants or them trying to be Muslims, raising Muslim children in like a country that isn't Muslim country. Um, I feel like, well, obviously my own personal experience is being the oldest. I feel like the eldest is always the guinea pig when it comes to any kind of parental knowledge. Mm-hmm. Like they they just try things. They'll be like, yeah. you're not allowed out until this time. You're like, okay, why? Well, you're not. Okay, yeah, fine. Yeah, great. Yeah. Or so and so. And then the younger sibling comes along and they're giving like these lax rules. You're like, yes. what happened? You're like, yes. what happened there? Because I didn't have this lifestyle. Yeah, because you, you were the guinea pig. Exactly. <laughs> and I actually sit there and I really had to accept that growing up. I was like, okay, so they're genuinely just humans who just had a kid and had to figure it out because when I was a kid, I was like, why are you being so yeah. Like, why am I the one that's getting all this stuff? And everyone's just like, yeah, you can do what you want and yeah, whatever. Yeah. So but definitely for me, I mean, my mom had me at 19. Well, she fell pregnant at 19. So, so she was so she had young. Me just when she turned 20. So she was young. But I, it wasn't until I was older and I realized you were a child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah, you yeah. Had that, me. Is, that is crazy. crazy. And also my mom, so growing up, I was the one who was raised in like a really like middle class lifestyle until like year 10 of secondary school. And then my mum, there was issues with her work, um, voluntary redundancy, all of that stuff. And then it flipped, it changed. So mm. Muna didn't have what I had growing up. Mm. In primary school we did. Yeah, because we went to a really good primary school and we done horse riding and we played violin and the cello and the, this like that was just our lifestyle. Like... I used to get cussed from both sides of the family because they'd just be like, this is the posh one, this is the posh one. But it was just, it was just what, it was mm-hmm. just what I had. But then Muna in secondary school, that stopped when Muna was in like year, end of like year seven, mm-hmm. which was like pivotal years for her. So she had all my hand, hand-me-downs. Yeah, mm-hmm. She had like, it was a completely like, we had to change the way that we lived our lives. Like, it just it, it it happens. It's life. Yeah, you know, it you, your your lifestyle has to change and has to adapt based on your circumstances. But it's so interesting what you said. I mean, 
you would think that Muna would be really good with money and I wouldn't be. We're both as bad as each other, unfortunately. <laughs> but that's the one trait you both have. That's common. the one trait we both have. Yeah. Actually, that came from my mum. My mum's not good with money. So. <laughs> yeah. So that reminds me, actually. I remember. So when I was a child, I was obsessed with just being like the center of attention in every family video. Really? I was an like, annoying kid. I was so jarring, guys. I'd watch the videos back and I'm like, who is this child? Can someone shut her up? Like I would just grab a mic and be like, hello, we're in Hyde Park today. Stop. And I'm like three years You're old. An actress oh my from, God. From from, oh my God. It's so embarrassing. And even worse, there would be like, we'd have Eid like videos where it's like showing the family. It's me in the corner doing ballet. No one oh. asked. No, no one asked, guys. And I'm terrible. And it's just this three-year-old going, Dad, show them, show them my dance, or whatever. <laughs> and then I remember I was literally my one dream from like probably five years old. I was like, I want to be a ballerina. I'm just, I'm gonna, I want to have a tutu. I want to have a performance. You are, you are a literal princess. I, I, yeah, I wanted that. And then I'm <laughs> begging my mom and dad. I was like, please, just give me a ballet class or whatnot. My primary school didn't have any. And then they were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, they couldn't. They genuinely were like. At that point in their lives, they couldn't just add that expense on, and mm. it was going to be you know a substantive amount. And then my sister came eight years later, similar kind of maybe she wants to do ballet, so they put her in a ballet class Stop. and they hid it from me because Aww. they knew that I wanted it. Like I was the one, like in all the videos, just a jarring kid. And Aww. they were like, I didn't find out, guys, until five years after <laughs> when they were like, they hid it completely. And your sister hid it as well. Everyone She's hid it from me. No, she is. But then again, I was like, guys, it's fine. Like I think I was. Probably 16 at this point when they told me. They were like, Oh yeah. no, that would sting. <laughs> that would sting. <laughs> Maybe it does. No, I'm joking. It's fine. Um, but the thing was, I remember had them telling me, they were like, we didn't want to tell you because we knew how much you wanted it. And I was like, I I almost felt sad because I could see like mm. two humans were, yeah. who wanted to just give it to their kid, but they couldn't at that point. So they yeah. gave it to the other one to like compensate. And I was a bit like, oh, guys. But then did your sister want it? No, she couldn't care. They just oh, kind of, so I think they were just making, fill in yeah. The void. yeah, yeah. At that point, I was like probably 12 and they were like, you're not, you're not doing ballet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So that was the kind of thing that also played into it where I can kind of see the guilt in the parents where mm. yeah. they're also trying to make it up through the younger kids somehow. Um, I think it's like really amazing, but also incredibly interesting like, so did you get all the makeup no 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 <laughs> did you get the ballet classes uh, no like how much your parents grow like yeah. you see the yeah, difference yeah, yeah, from yeah. when they raised your well from when they like how I would see them with my siblings when I was younger and then how they act with me now at that age mm. that I would see them and it's wildly different. Like, I think we have, I think at that time, my parents were a lot more like protective and worried and scared. And it could be a factor of like coming into this country, um, you know, moving into this country at the age of four mm. for me. But they were older. They were nine and they were 11. Mm. And obviously that they had so many fears and like, Fear of them losing religion, fear of them adapting, all that stuff. Um, and so they were very strict growing up with them. And then with me, we have a much more better understanding and a much more respectful relationship, I would say. I wouldn't say 
respectful, but like as in they respect boundaries now yeah. and they like understand privacy and they like approach things in a much better way. Whereas before it was like privacy, we don't have that in our culture. What are you talking about? Like yeah. it, it, like that that stuff doesn't exist. Really? Yeah. But and I don't get me wrong, I had a very strict upbringing. <laughs> Mom remembers, but like so much more different. To what my siblings had And they played a big part In Speaking to my parents Yes And like Trying to make them see Different perspectives And opening them up Yes And I think That plays a huge part As well Yeah I agree Because I do the same thing Yeah So I'll see a situation From the outside So my younger brother My sister have an argument with my parents and I literally am the mediator. I'm like, so they're saying this and you're saying this, figure it out, that kind of yeah. thing. But then I don't have someone to do that. Yeah. So it was always me having to be. And then I also get, I'm not sure if you mind you get this. Mm. I get that I'm the argumentative oh, person. Yeah. But I'm not. I hate confrontation. But I hate confrontation as well. But also I'm a really good communicator. I'm a, and I'm a... And, and you I'm, are. And one, one thing about particularly in um, times of confrontation and arguments between the three of us, I'm usually the one that caves in first. I'm the mm. sen- I'm the more sensitive one. I'm the one that cries first. <laughs> I'm the one that says, you know, okay, fine. I understand your viewpoint and my viewpoint is different. And let's just respect that we have two different yep. sides of the story. Whereas <clears throat> might not be as forgiving. Yeah. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because she probably has that courage and that risk self. Yeah. Where she can yeah, just where be just her a, complete self. And she's herself. like, oh, do what you like. I'm going to do me. Whereas we're thinking about every other factor. I would, ha- I, I, I would hate for someone to say, fine, you just do what you like. No, I want to hear from your mouth. Yeah. That I want a resolution. I, yeah. Not only do I want a resolution, but I want you to say that, yeah, your opinion is is valid and your mm. opinion is is like, I respect it. But then my love language is words of affirmation. Uh, really? Okay. Yeah. Oh my god. Mine is overwhelmingly. <laughs> Mine's quality time. Same. Uh, but then words animation is probably second. I would. I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. really interesting. Um. I I feel like I need to go home and thank my siblings. Oh, <laughs> I hope you do because it's really hard. I'm it is hard. It is hard. And it, it's. I feel like it's interesting that you say you're the one who caves in. Is most definitely not the same in the dynamic at my house. <laughs> I am the one who caves in and I'm like waddling over, apologizing. Like, yeah. for you weirdly, everything. sorry to cut you, you weirdly give me all the sibling energy. Yeah, I and don't know how to explain it. because I've got, had that before. Yeah. Yeah. She does, but she doesn't. But that's, that's what I mean. It's like a blend. It's like you almost maybe middle child. Like she probably- does, but then when 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 she's around her siblings, mm. she's she's youngest child energy. Oh, one hundred percent. Zena is Zena is oldest, even though she's not. Even though because she's my eldest sister is very very independent. Zainab is Zainab oh. is middle. I feel no. Yeah, you know that you know the TikTok. Yeah, I don't need your opinion. Yeah, <laughs> I do what I fuck. It. That's Zainab. <laughs> yeah. And then um, he can count. That's Zena. Which one's the other one? The dopey one. Yeah, that's you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, when I when I'm with them, yeah, one hundred percent. I let them like lead mm. and do what they need to do. But what's interesting is when I'm not with them, 
I don't take that role in my friendships and with work or whatever. I very much am very assertive. I like to take, I like to lead. Do you think though, Muna is the same? Yeah. So Muna in her friendship groups, she's the one that plans. She's the one that organizes. At work, she just takes charge. She makes these decisions, whatever. Is it because that you guys don't have that at home? So you do that in your... We don't have that sense of authority. So you have a role to play when you're there. So you're, and that's what you're used to. Because you're always fighting Got to it. be respected or to be seen, <laughs> right? And you're the butt of every joke. Like my family, they have amazing banter, but I'm usually the butt of the, the, butt of the Let's be honest. Oh. Like, oh, you as really you know, know. So I don't you know me, I feel like I am. I'm not Mona, always. Mona and my mum laugh at me. I'm not always, but like. Yeah, I am. I am sometimes. I'm trying to figure out if I am. Maybe I am. No, you know, Muna. Muna is rude. <laughs> she is ru- like she is. Zina is, but Muna is. is funny. Zina's lethal. Muna's really? funny. Yeah, Zina's lethal. Yeah, Zina's lethal. Oh my god, I want to Zina. Zina, Zina, Zina is Zainab is savage. <laughs> Zainab is savage. <laughs> you do not. If Zainab is wait, but in in a <laughs> we have <laughs> Zena, do you know what she says to me? She goes, you're scared of your own shadow. <laughs> if I'm like, oh, I just had a weird sound. She's like, oh my God, Tabby, you're pissing me off. You're scared of your own shadow. Okay, no, but this is me so in some context. <laughs> she relating. Do you know what? because I know Zena. You know, with me, oh I've been doing this with my... Why do we... Every single... Say that, if you're listening, I'm so sorry. You know what? We actually need to invite her one day. We do. We do. It's like, wild. Like, the, we're all very different as well. Completely different. Completely different. Even more than chalk and cheese. If there's an That's even what I'm wider... Saying in terms of, like, how wild it is being from the same family guys. and being so different. We should do like a multiverse episode where our sisters come in our places and oh. then they talk. Oh and my then it's God. Like they kind of look like us and they kind of sound like us. But, I would but me and Salma only have one sister. Who are you choosing? Oh, that's tough. They Maybe can they can come. represent, oh, they can they both, can represent yeah. the whole house. They can. That would be hilarious. But do you know what? I feel like... Oh. We're going to do that, guys. I think that would yeah. be brilliant. Yes, 100%. Me, Mona, Zena, Zena. You know what? Zena's been on the podcast quite a bit. It might have to be Zena. Yeah, but fine. you know what? Zena... Zena... But they're going to bitch about us. 100%. <laughs> 100%. If my sister does that, she's going to that's get what, hit. That's what she's going to She steals my tops. She's this. No, I say that. You know, Zayna blocks her, her door, her bedroom door every day. <laughs> I saw her actually unlock it. It's like, what a bikini. Wow. She really. So she, she has a key. <laughs> she does not. Oh my God, I have a crown. She has. Lots of things happen. It's more for Zena. Zena needs to be controlled. 
<laughs> Zena needs to be controlled. I okay. I have a funny story. Yeah. On. One time, I was like, I'm gonna do a Zena, and I locked my bedroom door because I, I was like, I know, I know, Zena's gonna take my, my stuff. I locked my bedroom door. <laughs> I forgot the key at work. <laughs> And I was locked out of my bedroom. Did you, did you break into it or did you? No, I had to roll with it. I need to I've never heard of this in my life. The trust in this family. I locked my it. I locked ruined. it. I locked it. I locked it because of my sister, right? And then I had to go home and beg. And beg. To borrow her clothes so I could go to work the next day. Oh my god, for underwear? No, 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 no. I had me. I had washed clothes, so I had oh some god. stuff. So had I had some clean <laughs> laundry. <laughs> I was gonna knock down the really, door. Really, really I had some clean <laughs> laundry. I was okay, but like clothes. <laughs> Like I had to borrow. What about your makeup? Whoa! I had to borrow makeup. <laughs> oh my god! I had to borrow makeup. You see? You know what my grandma and I, I learned my lesson. My grandma and I was, was like, selfish. Yeah, yeah. With this. I learned my Which lesson. Shame on you, and I never you. locked my bedroom door again. You never did it again. No, but Zainab always remembers her key. <laughs> Zainab must have it as a necklace sorry, or something. I don't know why, I I don't know why we died remember. at that. I was really funny. I think it's just like, who does that? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I feel like only No, like... because it's, you know, when you get into petty yeah, arguments, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you I feel like only piss you off more than your sister can. It's true. When you get into petty arguments, and I was like, I'm locking my room door because she'd borrowed some, she'd taken something that was new and I hadn't worn it yet. That stuff really upset me. just reminded me, me of right? a story. I hadn't worn it yet and she'd worn it. And I don't know what Zena does. I'm going to expose her right now. Zena, I know you're listening and I'm going to expose you. She gets oil on all my clothes. <laughs> Why oil? What are you eating? What are you eating? Every single time. Every time. That's and so really I locked my bedroom. Yeah but, they, yeah, but siblings can be petty. So, you know, Mona, for example, I might get really angry at her. I might say, Mona, just clean, clean, clean where you're sitting in the living room. Like, what's wrong with you? Just clean. You know what she'll do? Let's say, for example, you got this table. Yeah. Don't tell me she's on I half. swear to God She'll no, take no, no. off her cup She'll clean this And leave the rest That's what she'll do You know in the living room She'll say fine I'll just take my stuff She'll take, she'll take her stuff And she won't do the rest Let's say there's, there's, there's stuff That needs to go in the bin She'll take her wrapper And she'll leave the rest Is that not criminal? And mom's going to get in trouble When she gets so home petty. Is that not crazy though? She's going to She's going to berate you When you get home boy. Oh, she ain't listening to this that's insane I mean it's very much like You do your thing I'm doing my thing Which isn't Fair And then and then I end up Cleaning it anyway Like what's, what I just don't understand Just genuinely help You're going it alone. to the, Like you're doing this To prove yeah, a yeah, point yeah. This much It's pretty yeah. That's Are pretty you pathetic. Do you feel like You're more lax With your stuff Than Mona is Yeah 100% Mona She got She has Only child Energy when it comes to her stuff. She, Everything is much. She does not like to share. She does not share at That's Zena. Me, I share everything. Oh, yeah, we gathered with the kids. That's Zena. Yeah. yeah. I give I give Muna everything. Like I'll I'll say yeah, to her, yeah. like, it's fine. Muna, really, really, really. If I take something, she gets a, a RC about it. So, mm. so with I'd me, rather not ask. With me, I'm I'm like a blend mm. where it's I'm happy to share my stuff, but ask me and respect my stuff, that yeah. kind of thing. 
And you just reminded me of the story and I'm going to expose her because I was, I was, guys, I was voice knowing every friend like, am I crazy? I'm <laughs> losing my mind. Um, so she had her prom last year. Oh, I and yeah, I remember this. There we go. And she didn't have her year 11 prom because it was COVID. So like a very, very big night. And her friends had come over and then I was just home. I was working from home. So I disappeared to like help them get ready and whatnot and peace. And then the next day, I'm looking at my makeup as I'm applying it. And I had just bought the all-nighter setting spray. Like I had just got the ASOS package of it. Charlotte Tilbury. No, the... Urban Decay. Urban Decay. That's the one. And I was like, this is feeling emptier than the last time I touched it. (laughs) It feels like a third of it's gone. And I was like, I'm so confused. Then I looked at my makeup and I was like, hold on, I'm missing a few pieces. And I could see like they were all over the place. I was like, no, no, they didn't. Anyway, I asked her, I was like, she was fast asleep. I woke her up. I was like, did you you touch myself without asking? She was like, no, no, I didn't. I was like, all right, fine, whatever. And then I went back. I was like, no, no, I'm not going crazy. You've definitely done something. And then she admitted it. So I was like, so why are you lying? And I was, I went on this rampage, guys. I felt so bad after, but I was like... So I'm in the house. <laughs> you could ask me. You didn't ask me. And now when I ask you, oh, have you touched this or like given it to your friends? Because clearly this has been used by many. I think it was like seven girls got ready at my house. I have no idea how oh many, literally. And everyone clearly used the setting That's spray. That's very unhygienic. I mean, it's no, the setting brush, spray. But your brushes. No, but I think it was mainly the setting spray they used. Okay. I think the other ones were like, I don't know what they were actually. See, this is the concern. I was like, what else did they touch? What am I allowed to touch now? I don't know. Yeah. And then I was just like, I lost it. I was like, are you crazy? I was like, I would never touch your stuff and then let other people waste it and then lie to your face and be like, well, that's, don't know what you're thinking about. Yeah, 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 no. So then I just like, I don't know. From that point, I was like, okay, whatever. But like that one, I remember being like a little bit like a spoiled kid where I was just like, don't touch my stuff and ask me. But I do understand that Mm. to a certain extent. But you see, okay, so then Muna... If that if that was Muna, and there's been situations like that with her friends, mm. who I who, and I love her friends, to be honest, I adore all of them. But there, if there was a situation yeah, her whereby are as well. that, if there was a situation whereby, like I was a bit annoyed about it or pissed off about it, Muna would have bought me a setting spray. Ah, uh, okay. There would have been a setting spray mm. by the door, ready. There would have been a ding dong package. Got it. I think my sister's probably too young. To be your able to do too that. young to do that. Yeah, yeah. But it might get to a point where when your sister is at that point and she's working and whatever and she knows what she needs to do, that's probably what she'll do. <clears throat> yeah, I think so. I think she she knows. And she even said it. She was like, do you want me to get one? And I was like, baby, you can't afford one. And I was like, just, <laughs> just please don't lie to me and that's all I want in this life. Yeah. And that was it. But yeah. But yeah, I mean, everything else is fine. Like, we share all our clothes. We, we don't have keys anywhere or yeah, locking stuff yeah, away. Yeah. No, no, no. We don't that was, that was Me locking well, my door was petty. And I don't, I will never do that again. Yeah, that, that was ridiculous. I, I was trying to take a leaf out of Zainab's book. Yeah, but... What but a leaf. we know me. We know <laughs> I will forget the key. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but um, Zainab is a pro. Zainab like, is a pro at these things. Not um, yeah, Zainab is very, 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 very protective of everything. Um, Zina will let you borrow anything, but she will expect the same in return. Yeah, and I'll be <laughs> honest, she's not very careful. Mm. Um, I uh, I think I'm similar to you. Uh, you can borrow whatever you want, but I have a rule. 
If I get something new, I have to have it first. Like, or I have if I'm to... planning to wear it tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't wear yeah. It. But, but me and Muna have that mutual understanding, though. Yeah. If yeah. I say to her, I haven't worn it, she'll say, all right, cool. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like a respect. Yeah, same. No, same. We have that too. But also, our styles are very different. So yeah, I, d- I don't, I don't really, I'll yeah. be honest, I don't really borrow their clothes. They borrow mine. <laughs> <laughs> You're the trendsetter. <laughs> um, that's not true. I do borrow their stuff as well. But um, Zainab has basically boots in her house, in her room. I was about to say her house. So she <laughs> oh, has so like boots the, the, the shop. shop. She oh yeah. The oh, shop, I thought obviously. you meant no, not the shoes. Yeah. No. Um, By the way, we've mentioned boots and Urban Decay and ASOS and Charlotte Chaos. Tilbury. Darlings, back to the store. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So she's got some pretty cool stuff. Um, so just like, I always want to borrow, but yeah. But Zainab has, has also uh, has also has always had. Yeah, she's always every single time I come to her, she's had the best hair straighteners, she's had the best products, but she's good with me. Oh, she'll give you anything you want. She lets me. She'll give anyone anything. You. She's very generous with others. She's so. She the thing is, Zainab she's is very so generous, generous with others. It's a sibling thing, isn't it? <laughs> but the siblings. But it's true, Muna. She's not generous with me, but with everyone else, free it up. Mm. They can have everything and anything. <laughs> Yeah, they probably there's something there where it's like you're trying to people please in that sense where you can't genuinely. I don't think she's trying to people please though. She's genuinely like that. She's she, she something same. against me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but I yeah. know I understand what you mean. Like it's not in her inherent nature nature no. to be like awful. She's not doing. But it. she's not always like that with me. But she is like that. With her, I stuff, think it just like, depends when you catch them in a good mood. I or think not. so. Yeah, it, that depends on a lot. Probably. I had another point to make, actually. So with us being the oldest, you being the youngest slash middle slash oldest child, um, (laughs) I feel like like you're a package of of all three. I I recently realized that my traumas of being the oldest have now gone into my work. So for example, Mm. I panic quickly, don't ask for help. And then I give myself a really hard time. Like, I'm not good at being like, oh, you did a good job there. Like, well done. Like, I'm very hard on myself. And apparently that's traits of the oldest sibling because you feel like you can never be the perfect sibling because there's so much to, like, aim for. And there's so much kind of expectations on your head if it's, like, be the perfect child, have the perfect grades, be the perfect daughter, et cetera, et cetera. That no matter what I do, I always have this thing inside me like, I'm not right. Or, like, this imposter syndrome that happens again. Where it's like, it could be, again, a personality thing, being a woman. But I think there's something in being the older sibling there because I carry it like almost like a flag that Mm. I am always this person. Do you feel like you weren't validated enough? A hundred percent. And that 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 seeps into your work. I think think I'm validated not when I'm present. I think where it's like, she's great. She does this, da, da, da. But with maybe when I'm being interacted with, it's like a good, but here's another thing. Do you like, think it's never it's never enough? Do you think that correlates with your love language? Oh, quality time. No words of affirmation. Yeah, most likely. Because if I if I get like a, a compliment or something like that, I probably like, oh, it's really nice that. Mm, and yeah. probably it it's again something that's lacking there and it needs to be that void needs to be filled. So yeah, I would say so actually. Which is super interesting. And because in my case, I don't take criticism very well because I feel like being the youngest, it could be related to that. It's like 
I'm like, it, it takes me back to that little suburb, like trying to claw her way yeah. in and yeah. And be her own. Yeah, yeah. So it's, yeah, it's something I think when you get into the world of work and you you become conscious of it and you work on it. Yeah. And you try and figure out what that root, it, it's just interesting that it can come from the dynamic of like where you stand and, and, and that hierarchy is. at home. Yeah, yeah. What about you, Aman? Um, similar to you. So I think I'm a mix of both of you, of what mm. you just said there. Um, <clears throat> I think that, yes, I absolutely love some form of validation in the workplace. Yeah. But sometimes also, I not that I find it hard taking criticism because I love constructive criticism. Cons- yeah. Because we'll it, 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 yeah. Um, but when I do get criticised, I feel, not not I get defensive, but I feel a bit, um, defensive is the wrong word. Let me rephrase that. If someone criticises me or my work, it affects me a lot more than it probably yeah. should do. Yeah. So that's what it is. Same. And it really gets me down and I'll think about it for a really long time. Not 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 necessarily getting at them for criticising me because absolutely I, I, I do want to be criticised and I do want to be better in my craft and that you you're continuously learning and you should never be perfect. If you're if you're perfect and you're not being challenged, you're in the wrong role. But that's feedback but, and constructive yeah, feedback, I would say. True. Rather than criticism. I think with criticism, in in my case, probably being the youngest, I was validated so much growing up. Mm. Where it was like anything I would breathe and they'd be like, Oh my god, great job, well done. She breathed. <laughs> like I would, you know, like everything was like, Oh, you're so good, well done, well done, well yeah. done. Um, that like, if I, if I don't do well, I get really hard on myself mm. and criticism affects me. But, and I was just going to say, that's interesting because there are a few parallels there <clears throat> with ethnic minorities, A, and B, from older generations. So when we look at like Gen Z, for example, a lot of them feel really entitled when it comes to, um, in, in the professional world so you know we've told our kids you can be whatever you want to be and you can't you can't yeah do you know what i mean like you even for example you know you can be a princess if you unless you marry a prince you can't you can be the queen well no you can't you know you can be a th- i had that dream yeah. i definitely had that dream. you know but then but then you've got parents that validate that Mm. And say yes, you can, and they're gonna get disheartened. But that's not so good. That's an, no, of course not. That's what I'm saying. It's an entitlement thing. But I wonder if there's a parallel with youngest siblings too. Yeah, I, I I definitely think so because it's like they're very excited about having this. You know, you don't get that just from the parents. You get it from the siblings. Yeah, and like yeah, you yeah, get yeah. a lot yeah. of like uh, all this validation pumped up in you, and like I wouldn't even say validation. It's more like they want to lift you up and they're like praising you and like maybe even spoiling mm-hmm. might be the better choice of word. Um, but then you're always seeking that high yeah, wherever you go. So you put very, very, very high standards on yourself. Yeah. yeah, And that can be crushing if you don't reach that high standard. Yeah. And it's about reining it in and like trying to find a right balance. Where like when I started in the world of work, like 
just to gain that validation, I would like stay at work till like 11 o'clock at night. I would work wow. weekends. I would like do crazy, crazy things. Just to get the world done. Just I do the to get same, that, by the way. Just to get that praise, to yeah. get that yeah. high. Yeah. Because it's what I expect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's what I've always gotten. Yeah. And I think that's where... And you do anything to get it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I think I have a much better work-life balance. But, and still sometimes it's not great. But it's something that I've become conscious of. And I'm like, okay, I need to work on that. And it, mm. now, even just speaking about it, I'm like, maybe that's where it comes from. Yeah. It's yeah. interesting. And also, just maybe last question, because now I've kind of thought about it a bit more. Do you feel like because you're the youngest, you're the oldest, your career aspirations shifted because mm. of your placement mm-hmm. as a child? Because Mona's like <clears throat> quite creative and... And what she's going into or trying yeah, to go into, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Muna won't like she she's working now, but not in her dream role, and she knows that. Mm. But she's not going to change her career, yeah. her career goals, yeah, and yeah. dreams, absolutely. And not. she's a bigger risk taker, right? Yeah, it's such a big risk taker. Yeah, but she is adamant that that's what she's going to go down, and mm. that's that. Yeah, there is no left or right. Me. It was just whatever I fell into and what I was good at. And I just kind of let life dictate what that looked like for me. Yes, I had dreams. Of course I had dreams and I still have dreams and I would love to do certain things. Part of that is doing this podcast Mm. as well for me. So it's kind of filling in that void of me, um, you know, being in the entertainment industry, I've, that, that's something that I've always wanted to do. So this is why I love doing this podcast because it it helps me in that way and, and it's fulfilling for me. But I never thought that I would be in the career that I'm in now. Of course not. No. Yeah. And part of it is absolutely dictated by stability and by the fact that I am the eldest and, and the fact that I have to choose something now and quickly and straight away. Yeah. But also something I feel like, because what you do is similar to what your mum done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there is that yeah. correlation. So you followed that. Do you thing? feel yeah. like you did, like in a way to kind of yeah. please her or live? Mm, not, not please her, but I, she for me is one of my biggest inspirations. And she is a huge symbol of stability for me. Mm. And I am not risk averse. So for me, that's just something, I guess, that that I was leaning towards. And it was it was great. Whereas my dad, for example, didn't have as, as much stability as my mum. Mm-hmm. My dad is a chef. Mm. And he's done loads of other stuff here and there. And, you know, it is what it is. Um, but that for me was not stable. And I was like, oh, no, 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 yeah. no, absolutely not. So it was just kind of like going down a path that I knew was morally good and felt like it, it, it and I, I love what I do. I love, love like, I'm, I, this is by no means me saying that this was yeah, kind yeah. of like the second option to, to what I really wanted to do. I love what I do and mm. I would not change it for the world. I really wouldn't. Um, but I just never thought that that would be the the what you would go into. No, 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 yeah, no, no. Yeah. And what about you? Same thing with you and with me. I can see what I could have been because mm. so yeah, yeah, yeah. me and my youngest um, sibling, who's my brother, we're the most similar in personality. Like again, oh, really? he is the one behind the camera who would be like, "Hi, it's me," blah blah, all that stuff. And we have 
similar um, hobbies and interests at the same age. So I remember I used to love to draw and make stories and he very much did that on his own. And I see myself in him and I can just see the difference in our career aspirations at the same ages. So like I knew I loved to draw and I wanted to go into something that was more artistic. But my thing was like, okay, that's a hobby. That's an interest. I've got to do something stable. Yeah. I've got to go into medicine or law. And not that I've gone into either of them, but I, ha- I need something way more stable than being an artist. And hearing him go, again, it could be technology's advanced, a different time. And he's like, I'm going to be an animator. Wow. That's all I want to do. I'm going to be, an, I'm going to go into animation mm. and that's it. And it's lovely to see that he doesn't need yeah. to have that kind of like risk adversity or that kind of, is this a stable job? And almost in a way, my parents have encouraged it more because it kind of ticked off that there's a sibling that's that's, sibling that's stable. Yeah, and I think that's also affected it, which is great. But then I'm like, oh, if I had been the youngest, I would have done the same thing. Mm. But same as my parents. My parents tick me off as the stable one. There you go. I'm the one that went to uni. Muna didn't go to uni, for example. But it's fine because... You almost did it for for both of you, basically. Of course. And I'd done it for my parents. And you've done your master's as well. Yeah, Yeah. but I'd done it for them. Yeah. Yeah. Not, Not... Obviously, I'd done it for myself, but I'd done it. But they pushed it. They wanted it they as well, as much as you. Yeah, yeah. They want. So yeah, yeah. the fact that Muna didn't, they're like, Muna, are you sure? Okay, fine. We'll yeah, but like, we're good. We got that yeah, it's, yeah. And it's the same, I would say, with me and Zina. Yeah. Um, but we, yeah, it's interesting because I obviously went into a more creative uh, degree. But there was still structure to it and it was still, but I've definitely had a lot more freedom in terms of like, do what you want. Yeah. Like we encourage you. And I still get, I think that's more of an immigrant experience being a child of immigrants, but like, you know, but yeah, it's, I think that balance of like them wanting you desperately to do something academic and then, or being more open to you doing something creative does have a role to play in where you stand in your family. But also the fact that your dad is creative. Yeah. Yeah. But my dad, I wanted to go into fine art and history. um, And my dad was like, you need to do something that's a bit more academic. And now I understand it because when your creative outlet becomes your job, and it becomes your career, it can be really, really difficult yeah. to handle. But that's a socioeconomic thing, though. Yeah. So the more you go down creative industry routes, whether that be academically or not, you find that the socioeconomic, socioeconomic, socioeconomic dynamic mm-hmm. completely changes. So you find predominantly, if not all, at least middle class or above. Yeah, private school. Usually educated. private school education because they can afford yeah. to do these internships or non a lot of nepotism. Or, yeah, a lot of nepotisms, a yeah. lot of, even, even without nepotism, but I, I, you're able to just go out and be a socialite. You have and a certain you have, confidence to enter that but world. Your, but your parents got you. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they probably bought flats and whatever and you live in a nice flat in Notting Hill and your parents give you an allowance and you still go on your annual holidays and you probably yeah not living the same life as you were when you're with your parents in the country but you're still living your goddamn work is good a hobby. life work is a hobby yeah work is not a hobby for us no yeah which is why it's like which, yeah, is why it's hard for which they wouldn't yeah which is why as well I, I can understand why 
parents wouldn't encourage that. Yeah. But then, but then, okay, so Muna, yes, she is a big risk taker and stuff like that, but she's still, we're, we're still not, not really rich and we, we, we come from a working class background. So for us, it's not like she can just go and do whatever she wants and, and, mm. and, Mum and me are going to pay her a salary. Absolutely not. That's not mm. going to happen. No, so she knows that. So, be- so because of that, I think that if she was able to just delve into whatever she wanted to go into at the age of, you know, seventeen, eighteen, as soon as she finished um, sixth form, then yeah, maybe she would be where she wanted to be in mm. her career, in 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 her creative career. And I feel really bad for that. I feel really awful for her. Like I wish that she was able to just go into it and I was able to just give her a salary every month and let her fulfill her dream. I wish I could do that. But that's also not your responsibility. Yeah. I know it's not my responsibility, but it's it's like... You do feel I, like it is though. I do feel like it is. And I wish that she could do what I didn't do. And I just feel like because she has a different mentality to me, I feel like I found something that's stable and that I'm really happy in and she still hasn't found that. But you found that later Yeah And I think it is important to go through That growth spurt Of not knowing Yeah Especially as she's more creative Yeah She will go through that Yeah Yeah. And then eventually she'll find her way Yeah But she needs to go through that Yeah To realise really what is her passion Yeah, Yeah And what But it's incredible the position that you're in Because you can advise her and you can be that older sibling for her. Well, I don't take advice. <laughs> Let me tell you that now. I don't take advice. Yeah. From me. Mm. Basically the co-parent. I have a question for you, Salma. Oh, go on then. Is it, do you feel like, because you have brothers. Yes. Does their standing in your family affect things as well? Being a boy and being the eldest compared to being a girl and being the eldest? Yes. And the way I can explain that in one word is cleaning. Because, (laughs) oh my God, the standard that my parents have of me and my brothers, my brothers can lift, they don't need to lift a finger, Mm. right? They can work, they can go to school, they can hang out, they can do whatever they please. Cleaning is not part of the priority. Add on everything I just said, and I need to be one of the cleaners, which is fine. I want to help. I want to be a good daughter and I want to make sure like I'm not adding too much pressure onto my mom. But this is an ethnic but thing the, It's an ethnic thing. And Ouled, so can, yeah, exactly. Ouled. It's true. <laughs> it's definitely a cultural thing. But then I add on this guilt. Imagine on top of already the child, like eldest child guilt, I have this guilt that I'm not performing enough as mm. the oldest sibling daughter yeah. because then the boys have no... Like, and the thing is, my mom literally says it out loud. She's like, you don't do anything. I'm like, but they don't either. She's like, but you're a girl. And I'm yeah. like, well, and see, you're brilliant. Yeah. I didn't even Jewish. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that means yeah. that when you get married, what are you what gonna, are you gonna do? do? Yeah, exactly. And then I have this, since I was a kid, I had this kind of resentment where I'm like, how come you get to do everything that you want and you don't get the skill? And to this day, imagine I'll work like late hours and I'm, I still know in, in like the back of my mind, I have to do something in the house because I don't want to have my mom do everything and these boys are messy. Yeah, <laughs> They're really yeah. Messy. messy. and smelly. So, yeah. And it's just like, yeah. What about like responsibility? I'm not your, no, your brother's No, smell, they are. You're right. <laughs> what about like responsibilities though? Do you like, yeah. 
I, I just I find it fascinating. I, I am also the finance person, the decorator. Mm. I can't they come through me for advice as if I can give any. I don't know. <laughs> like I'm just there, like, okay. Um yeah. It's just I think it's been the oldest, oldest daughter. I think they said on Twitter, they I don't know who they are. They <laughs> said there needs to be a national holiday for older sisters. And I think there should be. This is my Stop petition. Hear this one out. You heard, yes. you heard this here first. Heard it here first and help us make that happen. Um, but yes, thank you so much for joining us in this episode. We hope you've enjoyed it. And we will see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye.